Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Replenish Me radio show. The purpose of the show is to give strategies to moms so that they can give from a full cup and not from an empty one. <laughs> Today, I have an amazing mom, um, Tay Hansen. Of, she's the founder of Homie Hippies, and this is a lifestyle brand for modern urban hippies. Our focus is on creating naturally dope home goods that are good for you, the planet, and the homies. The husband and wife duo behind the brand are setting out to bring green and eco-friendly lifestyle products to a segment of the population that is overlooked when it comes to health, wellness, and natural lifestyle products being marketed to us. We want our customers to be mindful of the products they use every day and how they affect their health and well-being. We're spreading the message that leading an environmentally conscious life is for everyone, not just the folks living in the suburbs. And it doesn't have to cramp our style. Our signature products are just as much about dope design as they are natural, wholesome, and non-toxic ingredients. Our first signature product is a hand-poured, locally-sourced beeswax candles um, that are in stock on their website now, thehomiehippies.com. So welcome to the show. We don't have your husband here, but we have the wonderful um, Tay. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Cordelia. I really appreciate it. And I'm the brains and beauty behind this brand in a way. What's a business without, without the woman, right? Yes. So. <laughs> And for our listeners, you know, that is meant in the best way. So. Yes. You have to amp up the moms. I don't think we get enough credit. <laughs> Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, we don't give ourselves enough credit, right? Because exactly. we do all these amazing things and we a little bit downplay it. But I appreciate you stepping out and saying, no, nope, it was all me. Yeah, <laughs> we need to do way more of that, definitely. <laughs> you know what I like? Um, we kind of met on Instagram and we were like looking back and forth at each other's stuff. But I like the fact that you're all about the wholesome and natural eco-friendly stuff. But at the same time, um, you want to, you, you're, you're making it convenient for everyone. You know, the people that, that I often talk to and they're like, Oh, it's too expensive to, to eat healthy. Oh, it's too expensive to, you know, to clean our house, you know, without those cleaning products. So I really like that that's your target audience and you're super duper clear on that. So how did that come about? Um, so I, I started, after I had my son, I started a blog, The Black Mama, and it was just my goal to bring a different view to Black moms, especially younger Black moms. Living in Los Angeles, you kind of get fed this one, like, story of young Black moms, like, that they're, they're, any number of negative things and that's not the case we're just like all the other moms out there trying to get by trying to make it work for our family and i just want to show that that image to other young moms out there that this is this is life and this is what it looks like it doesn't look like what you might see on tv or what people might show us so it started there and around the same time I got a rash <laughs> and I don't know what caused it, what it was, but I didn't want to use like cortisone or any other steroid cream because I was breastfeeding, still am. And um, so I was like, what could I do to naturally cure this? So I started researching different like natural ingredients. And sometimes like if you're only looking to use these ingredients for one thing, it can seem very expensive. So me using my budget friendly brain decided what other things can I use with all this stuff I just shelled out a lot of money on. And I found tons of things and I'm like, okay, I can really get rid of a lot of other things that I spend money on and replace them with these items and then save money ultimately, because not only am I using 
um, you just use a little bit of that essential oil, you're using things like lemons or, you know, different food items that can do multi-purposes around your home, vinegar, apple cider vinegar, um, also baking soda. So you, you take those ingredients and you're reusing them over and over and you realize how much money you're saving. So that was kind of the impetus for the blog. And then as I, you know, was home on my maternity leave, decided I wasn't going back to my nine to five job. I said, how can I turn this into something that I'm passionate about and turn this into a new, like, um, just something new for me? Because I really loved what I was doing. I really loved all these changes that I was making and how easy it was, but still realizing, like, just in talking to my family, how, how ingrained certain things are into people's heads that I can only use this product. I can only clean with this. I can only eat this type of food. I can only do that this way. I can't breastfeed past a year, that kind of thing. When you hear those things, you're like, hmm, how can I be the face of something else? Like, I'm not a person, I don't have 20 years of experience with a holistic lifestyle. I have about two years of uh, experience with it, but I feel like that's more approachable than a lot of the other images we get. Like if you walk into a Whole Foods market or you know one of these natural food stores living in LA, you see a lot of people that aren't like you. And sometimes it can be harder to take advice or things from, from people that haven't been through your experience. I like that. And you know what? And that's the good thing is that you've been doing it for two years. So people can see, wow, she, you know, like I knew her two years ago and she was using like Clorox bleach and now she's like making some mumbo jumbo at home. Right. <laughs> and look, her house is still clean. <laughs> and so that, you know, that also makes it more, um, I, I think consumable and acceptable to your peers because they're gonna think, wow, it's not that hard. I mean, she just was like me two years ago and now she's like this, so I can do that. So that's really great. I love it, I love it. You know, um, and we need, we really need that message out there, especially, you know, in the urban areas um, and for the young moms. And I think that the, this is one of the things that kind of drives them nuts, right? Because you go to the doctor and you're so young and they're so educated and they know so much more than you, right? And you're like, I know I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and you may know a lot of what they used to teach, but this is the way it really works now, you know? So you will, you can actually give young moms confidence. I like that. So, and along with that, since you're in the stress-free sisterhood, I've, um, had one of your little trainings. No, I shouldn't call it a little training. It was like a major training because I'm not good at this. Gardening. Remember that? <laughs> yes. That was a lot of fun. I appreciate you letting me share that with everyone. So so tell us a little bit about that. I mean, because that is, I mean, I know you have the eco-friendly products, but I know you it's good to start with one thing, but what do you think about training people in urban areas to do that? I, I'm still learning myself. My husband is actually the one with the green thumb. And okay. so he taught me a lot of his trade secrets and <laughs> I've been trying to like em employ some of those my myself. So we moved from LA to Texas. We're now in West Texas and he's working much more than he was back at home. So all the gardening stuff fell on me. And so I tried my hand at a few things and failed miserably here. Like you saw my garden back in LA, like the plants were thriving and everything was so beautiful. <laughs> well here, it's really hot and oh. we get like much less rain and water is way more expensive than living in LA. So it's harder to keep up a full food garden and the water is not so great. So we stopped growing the food, which I'm really sad about, but I've kept up some herbs. I have mint and rosemary growing and I did some lavender, which I then dried out for the candles for the line. Um, and I'm also trying to, trying my hand at growing sunflowers, which is, I don't know if any of you out there grow sunflowers, but that is an art. It's an art form. <laughs> I had 12 of them planted and they all died, but I just started again from scratch with just one and I'm raising that one up to see like what methods work best. So sometimes, um, this just goes back to the gardening, gardening. Sometimes you just have to start very small and 
kind of learn like what you can handle, what type of things your plants would like, what kind of plants you could grow well and successfully. And then you just go from there because that builds the confidence. Because if you start with like, I'm going to grow tomatoes and cucumbers and this and that, you're going to get a little overwhelmed if you've never done it before because plants are living things and it takes a lot of effort to keep them thriving. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's definitely something that I would look more into because he has a lot of knowledge that I appreciate and, you know, living with him, I obviously hear it all down. Like I hear the watered down version all the time. So I'm, I have like the master right at my hand and definitely he could teach me some things that I could share. And of course, I'm always looking to like expand the brand and the reach of the homie hippies because it really embodies so much, you know with what's that documentary that people are watching right now oh what the hell yeah i haven't watched it yet because i've ha I've watched my share of the um the food documentaries and so i kind of i don't want to like inundate myself with more of that right now and be depressed by the state of the world <laughs> so, so i haven't watched it yet but a lot of people and like my friends you know young black people young people of color are watching it and they're making the switch to veganism and yeah. i'm like I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm happy. I'm not a vegan. So don't pat me on the back. But <laughs> I'm proud of him. But let's take it a step further and look at other areas of our life that we can also green up and make more eco friendly and like lessen our carbon footprint in that way. So the homie hippies really embodies all of those other things. And not necessarily the food part, because I think that part is taken care of by so many other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's all about um like candles and um, for now, and then it's gonna, I guess, probably be the cleaning products and stuff like that. Okay. Home and so. I mean, and that does extend to the garden, but um, just I, not, I, I, it's not something that I'm taking on at the moment, but it could go there. No, 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 no. That totally makes sense. And I, and I like that, you know, that, so that I would say, um, I'm trying to pull out like um, your uh, Tay's sayings right or strategies so number one start out small and master it <laughs> I, I there's there's some experience behind that one too besides the garden with the the brand so i started the homie hippies as a subscription box or like the idea was to do a subscription box where every month you would get four to five home goods from different green brands different green products and you'd also get our candle well, I did a crowdfunding uh, campaign and that failed miserably. And this was right around the time of the inauguration. So everybody was focused on all the other stuff going on in the world. And I feel like we got <laughs> thrown to the bottom of the, the barrel. Um, so that failed. And then I figured, okay, I'm not giving up this dream. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's start small, start with the candles and then build from there. So this is kind of how we're self-funding too to get that bigger dream launched. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So um, I saw really briefly that you're doing a promo right now on the candle. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Um, so we just launched our Amazon handmade store. Um, so we're available to all the Amazon customers. That's 250 million people. Wow. And I just love the idea of having that reach because my Instagram following isn't that big right now. <laughs> So but that's going to change. <laughs> you know, we're an online business primarily. So it, this is a market, this is a tool to market ourselves. And so we've launched this handmade shop on Amazon and we're offering the candle for a penny and you just pay shipping, you cover shipping. And all we ask for in return is to leave an honest review and honest feedback about your experience with this beeswax candle. Um, and we can go more into like the benefits of the beeswax, but it's just a product that I stand behind so much that I'm like, I want people to try it and I want people to tell us how they, how they love it or, you know, be able to share with others how you love this product because it really is. I mean, I know that it's changed my life. I love candles, but after my son was born, I was so hesitant to burn any candle that we previously had when it was just me and my husband. I did not want to, like, I used to buy really, you know, cheap candles at Ross, but we noticed they leave soot all over our walls. Or like if I burned them in the bathroom, there was like a big black mark going up the wall or something. And that was gross to me because that's also going in your lung. You're polluting your air. So I was like, no, we got to figure something out. And now with this beeswax candle, I burn it every night while I work and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. Okay. So um, if we go to the homiehippies.com, 
we can that's where we access it or we have to go to how do we get it so for this deal you're going to go to amazon.com slash handmade slash the homie hippies and then look for the penny candle okay the signature beeswax add that to your cart and you're you, you know pay, pay for shipping and we'll get that out to you in a few days you can also buy the candles on our website um and i would i prefer people to buy it straight through our website so that we can start building that brand recognition um but go back and leave a review on amazon so that your your opinions can be heard by 250 million people okay absolutely all right so i appreciate that you're making candles because i'm going to tell a story <laughs> really short one like three or four years ago, my kids were like, oh, let's make candles. I said, that's a great idea. I bought beeswax. I bought essential oil. And I had everything except for the double boiler to melt the wax or whatever. And so I, I said, I'm going to get that at the store next week. And so it's been three years. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the beeswax. <laughs> so I have an idea. I'm going to ship you some beeswax. And then I'm going to buy some candles from you. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they haven't bothered you about it they haven't reminded you that this is on the show no, they forgot <laughs> it's definitely something um that when as my son gets older like i like to teach it to him because he, his, uh, my husband's a tattoo artist and so when we go to his shop roman sees him do like you know drawing and he sees his artwork and he sees all this so it's cool to have something tangible that i can now share with him because before i was doing tv development and i felt like that was not something i wanted to share with him necessarily <laughs> hopefully he'll get my writing talents but <laughs> i learned how to you know pour candles and make things and be self self-sufficient and sustainable absolutely i love that i love that so tell me a little bit about your client base have um you had any challenges or or you know what are the kind of uh rejection that you hear from people about this you know it's funny the first thing i hear from older people who aren't necessarily in, like trying to live a green lifestyle i feel like people in my age group are more open to it these days because we realize the impact that our actions have on the environment and the climate and all of that like we can see it we've seen it from like childhood to now how different things have become in that short of time but with older people like my dad or my grandparents they men too it's less like less likely the women but the men they're like this candle doesn't smell like anything <laughs> and it's not a scented candle. It's, it has a natural honey aroma, um, but it's not made to like put off like, like a smell of coconut or like a tropical paradise. It's literally cleaning your air. It's like there's negative ions in it that pull, like pull out the particles, dust and dander in your air. I have three dogs and terrible allergies, but they have been amazing since I started using my candles and eating honey every day. So that's their big that's my biggest challenge is like getting across to people that this is not your typical candle it's actually you know the base like the very first candle that was made was probably made from beeswax yeah <laughs> and then it, it got all crazy <laughs> so i'm going back to basics but doing it in a like a hip way um and so that's one of the challenges one of my other personal challenges is people not understanding that I left my job for a real reason, not just because I like decided I'm gonna go be a stay-at-home mom, as if that's not a job on its own. You know this. <laughs> like that's why you don't have kids because you're not ready for it yet. <laughs> um, but like I left my job because I want to raise my son, and also I was feeling like I was in a very exploitative environment where the things I was saying. I think it, when we're in these positions, we should definitely use our voice to speak up but when you're constantly shut down, it can make you feel a little angry. Like if you're a person like me, some people can make them feel smaller and like curl up and not say anything else. But I would be saying more and more and more to the point where it was arguments and hitting heads because there were just certain things I couldn't go for. So I had to get out of that environment because it wasn't good for my mental. Um, and so, 
yeah, people not understanding, okay, you have this degree and you have all these student loans. Why don't you go back to this world where you could potentially make a lot of money? Because it's not for me right now. Like I'm a firm believer that life is really, it's about, it's a collection of experiences, no matter what those experiences are. And I think this is a, a really good way to get through life without being too like, just focused on the past or focused on the future to keep you in the present. It's these experiences. So yes, I did go to college and I do have a lot of debt because of it, but I met some amazing people there. I got a lot of skills that I now use in this business. Um, I'm not in TV, even though that was my major, but I was a minor or a, um, I had a concentration in graphic design and that's one of my passions. And that's a big part of the homie hippies into building a brand and building products that look you know, appealing to the eye of my customer. Um, so that's a challenge is like people just wondering what happened. Did you, did Hollywood intimidate you? And no, it just, I was tired of Hollywood. <laughs> I feel you. Wow. You brought out a lot of important things. there. Okay. So let me just see if I can peel back some layers. Number one, um, I like that your candle addresses the negative and positive ions that are in the air and clear, cleans the air because a lot of people think that they have to buy these expensive um, Himalayan salt lamps for that. But you can get the homie hippies candle and clear the air in your house, literally. Mm -hmm. um, some people think you have to buy the little bamboo trees for that, which are equally expensive. But you have made, you've been able to design this candle that does that. So that's amazing. Number two, I like how you brought up the shoulds, right? Right. So you are highly intelligent and you are using your gifts and what you learn in university instead of doing what you should do, right? And go into, you know, Hollywood with your major degree and, you know, be that awesome TV exec, and you're moving towards doing something that is more grassroots and useful to humanity <laughs> by maximizing on what was your minor concentration, which is graphic design and brand building. And so um, this is a way to uh, fulfill your, your dreams and, you know, stay at home and raise your own child. And I also like that you brought out the point that staying at home and raising your own child is a job. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? I'm money for it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's the, you know, I know we're sold this, it's the most rewarding job. And it is that, but not like upfront. <laughs> it like pays off in like 18, 20 years. I don't know. My oldest one just turned 17. I'm starting to feel like <laughs> it's paying off. <laughs> so when you see them go out into the world, like this is just, I only dream of it right now, but I, with your 17 year old, when they go out, when they leave the house or when people compliment them on, you know, wow, like your child is so polite or your child, like you have to feel a great honor about that because you help this person become a person. Yes. <laughs> it's huge. And is, is it a boy or is your, she, is she's my, my daughter's my oldest. Oh. Yeah. And she, she actually loves graphic design and she's just starting her graphic design business. So I'm helping her with that. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. I'd love to check it out too. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love um, that you are, you know, the way you're handling the objections to, you know, um, people not seeing the value of what you're doing and you educating them on how valuable it is, not just for you, but for, you know, humanity, right? Because you're clearing the air literally and for, you know, um, a segment of the population, which is really a lot of the population, which is completely ignored. It's kind of like, if you can't afford to buy this, you know, expensive Himalayan salt lamp that doesn't actually work, by the way, um, <laughs> I've heard lots of reviews, um, then you just are going to die, you know? And um, there's nothing you can do about it because you don't have enough money to fix it. Um, and you're, 
you know, you're like, nope. So you're not going to die. And this is <laughs> what you can do. <laughs> um, so I used to do like these store, these demos and like natural food stores. This is just to give a little bit of background to how I feel this way. And I could count on my hand the number of brown or black people that walked through the store during my like three hour demo. And people look, were looking at me like, I mean, they were all very, everyone's very friendly, of course, but you know, it felt like sometimes you feel like you're out of place because the store is not, it's not in your neighborhood. It's in the neighborhood where all the people who work in television have moved to and gentrified and it's really expensive to live there. So why am I going to drive all the way to this store? I lived in Koreatown where there's huge Korean population, huge Indian population, um, huge Hispanic, Latino, you know, all like Central America and Mexico, huge population of that, a sprinkle of black people. But um, so all the stores were either like they were owned, you know, they were small markets, um, or there's like Ralph's and there was a pavilions or something, but those stores are, they're worried about their bottom line, which is let's sell as much stuff at, as, you know, these low prices so that people will buy more of it and also catering to lower income people. So you're not seeing any natural products, whether they would be expensive or not, but that's just not like, it doesn't, it doesn't sell because the knowledge is not pushed out to us as much. So it would be hard to justify having those in your store. So if people aren't seeing it, they're not buying it. They're not taking the chance to learn more about it. Um, so yeah, it, there definitely is a disparity with, with who these products are marketed to. And then you have companies like, um, what's her name? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and goop <laughs> where they're selling you know my candle might cost like a hundred bucks if you bought it from her um which i think is absolutely ridiculous like you're taking something that is literally based on tradition based on like humanity the origins of humanity bees have been around since the beginning of time or even like these other natural products based on um ethnic trends or ethnic healing practices and then whitewashing it and pumping it out for a, a premium and that's not fair and so you, we got to take it back somewhere <laughs> somehow um i don't like to make it a race thing necessarily but it is definitely a socioeconomic thing i agree with that i really agree with what you're saying because um you know one thing in the stress-free sisterhood is like i talk about remember a couple of months ago we were doing the healthy eating on a budget so like most of those recipes are like, those are the ingredients that your typical Hispanic, Indian, African-American, we use it anyway, right? It's just the combination of how we use it that makes it unhealthy. Right. So I'm just doing the same thing you're doing, getting it back to the original format of how we knew to use it mm -hmm. and just saying, look, ethnic food is healthy. <laughs> right? because we're taught that oh no you have to um just eat you know chicken breast with no salt <laughs> no pepper <laughs> you know? but at the same time we have people like dr oz dr axe telling us that you know you can use a little bit of cayenne pepper for this or you can use a little bit of you know turmeric for that it's like um let's see who uses turmeric and who uses cayenne pepper Sounds a little ethnic to me. So, um, but yeah, it, it does unfortunately go uh, awry. You know, like we should uh, see each other as, you know, we're all sisters and brothers in humanity. And, you know, we all have something to share and offer. And if we work together, right, and help each other, then we can um, really save the earth. Right, right. And and we can... Pulling, pulling us up, like pulling people up one at a time, you know? Like, I think there's like an illustration out there or whatever that's basically, you know, I'm going to help you and you help the next Because that's, that's the only way we get by, <laughs> really. So, and that was a pause for the cause of the Nini. <laughs> yes, that's my littlest one. So um, they were making oatmeal cookies and 
of course, I have to test taste in the middle of my radio show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I, I'm so happy that you're doing this. I'm so happy that you agreed to come on the show and talk to me. Mm -hmm. I, um, I know I sent you a bunch of questions and I'm like not asking you really any of those because you're so, you know, interesting to talk to that we're just, you know, kind of going off the grid here. But do you, um, you have this promotion, but do you have any other events that you're thinking about having in the future? Yes. So there is, so like I said, we moved to West Texas and it is sort of a farm town. It's a, it, there's a military base here. There's a college here. There's lots of farms. Um, so they have like, they have a local farmer's market that I'm really interested in being a part of. Unfortunately, right now is melon season. So mm -hmm. all the booths are taken up by produce farmers and I'm waiting for, you know, just probably the end of this month. I can hopefully get a booth there and the, the beeswax is locally sourced here in San Angelo from a, a couple that has been do has been beekeeping for over 40 years. Wow. And so to me, that's like a great thing to, to share with this community. Like this is something that your community has made. Plus without the bees, you wouldn't have any melons. So, <laughs> so it's all full circle. And so I'm waiting to, to do that. And I would love to be able to share this product in person with people. Um, I'm also, like I said, we just launched the Amazon store. That's not an in-person event per se, but it's a big event for me because it takes a lot of effort to, to make these things work. Like as I was putting it together, I'm just like, oh I, yeah, you want to make sure it looks perfect. Like it's essentially your storefront. You know, you don't want blurry pictures. You don't want something to be off center. You want people to go to this page and be like, ah, like, like they were walking into your store. So that's how I'm treating it. Um, and then I've also had some suggestions from some, there's, there's a lot of military wives here, um, like doing candle parties. Mm. And so that's something that I'm definitely interested in exploring, but not your typical candle party because I don't have a catalog full of uh, artificially fragranced candles. <laughs> I have my beeswax candles and then I have my knowledge on how to make your home a little greener with like completely, you know, approachable tips. So maybe doing something like that where I'm going in and showing women, this is how you might use essential oils and vinegar to clean your floor. This is how you might, you know, update some of your cleaning products for this, or, you know, just doing those kind of tips. So definitely something that I want to work on in the next few months, maybe after the holidays. Um, and then I'm currently not an event, but developing products um, to add to the store. So there's some things that I have in the works um, that, Hopefully, again, after the holiday season, I'll be able to have them stocked in the store. Um, but I'm really excited because like, there's just so many ideas that I have brewing because really the possibilities are endless with, you know, what you can do with natural products and how you can just green up your home. Like every, almost everything that you're using right now, not you personally, but the average person, right. there's an alternative that's healthier for them in the long run. <laughs> so Absolutely. I, I want to keep figuring out how do we crack that and how do we you know tell these companies we don't want those chemicals anymore yeah and that that's a good point because you know like what was stopping you from just signing up with um let me think of a company that does this like sensi or um melaleuca why why didn't you just sign up with one of those companies right yeah i mean there's there's other reasons <laughs> I hate that tiered program of like selling something to people. And even when I launched the homie hippies, people were like, is this one of those, like, um, what do they, what do you call it? Multi-level marketing. Yeah, is this is a multi-level market. I'm like, no, I designed all this stuff. This is from my hands to you. <laughs> um, I just, I don't like, it. I've been, when I first started my maternity leave and was worried, like, how am I going to make ends meet without my job? I got approached by a couple of people and like I did the meetings just to see, you know, what is it really about? And I'm not that kind of salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be, I'm not, I'm too, I'm, I'm out there, but I'm also too introverted where I would not want to hound people to, <laughs> to yeah. buy my stuff. <laughs> but I think you're too authentic too, right? Because that's a good way to put it. You, you much rather have something that that's wholesome. Like you are, 
so happy and appreciative where you are, you can go down the street and get like real beeswax, right? Not like me, I had to like buy from Amazon, but I probably could have gotten it down the street. There's a bunch of beekeepers around here, but you know. Look, like I made some calls, like they weren't, they're 70, 70, 80. So they didn't have, they don't have a website, <laughs> but I just contacted like the local beekeepers association and made it work. So today we have Tay Hansen and she's been telling us about how she's developed the Homie Hippies. Um, go to her website, www.thehomiehippies.com to find out more about um, her product line. Right now, the, the main product that um, she's developed and is marketing um, are eco-friendly candles that will clear the air in your home and the beeswax is locally sourced. So um, it's really been a pleasure to have you here today. And I look forward to, you know, maybe having you back on the show and hearing more about, you know, the things that you're doing and maybe um, you should have a, a push like right before the holidays because um, when you have a lot of people in your house, right? For Thanksgiving and Christmas, you probably do need a little freshener <laughs> or uh, um, get the, the charges right in your house because yes. they bring their own energy, right? Everybody, they have their, their yeah, stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they, give off, they give off a very warm glow that is perfect for the holidays. And that's honest. Like they give off, they emit the same spectrum of light as the sun. So when you're living somewhere like Seattle where it's rainy, this is something that could really boost your mood, you know? Um, awesome. Yeah, everyone needs a little mood booster here and there. Absolutely. And even, and yeah, even if you live someplace that just um, is a little bit too shady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like if you live in the city, right? You don't always, because you've got all those buildings. Yeah. I'm from Chicago. It's been so long. I'm trying to remember what it's like. <laughs> but, uh, and the pollution, you know, there's pollution. So it's not like you're readily like, I'm just going to go lay out in the sun. No, because there's smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen. We don't do that. So, um, but you know, I want to ask you a couple more questions if you have a little bit more time for me. So, um, you know, kind of old habits die hard. So mm -hmm. what do you, what, um, if I'm listening to this mm -hmm. and I'm an urban mom, what can you tell me? to really um, make this a reason for me to change my ways? Um, yes. Yeah, so I'll start with an example of paper towels because I, like when we were back in LA, we had stopped using them. Then we got a new dog <laughs> and she was potty training and we were like, we need paper towels. <laughs> so we started buying paper towels again and got in the habit of using them again. Then we moved here and I was like, I wanna try this again without using the paper towels. And then you realize that toddler eating, eating is very messy. And you're like, oh, I need more paper towels. So I started buying paper towels again. But then finally, I just said, you know what? I have to nip it in the bud because if you don't do it now, if you don't start somewhere, you're never gonna start. You're gonna keep making excuses on why this might be easier or this might be better for you. But when you really, I mean, we've all bought paper towels, they're expensive. And it's a, a cost that I really don't wanna have anymore because I'm trying to budget and pull things in other places. So I got an 18 pack of like, you know, cheap washcloths. It was a back to college sale. So I got the 18 pack and decided we're gonna use these as our paper towels. and you can hang them out in the, like you hand wash them after you finish using, hang it out to the sun, in the sun to air dry and the sun uh, disinfects it. The sun is a great disinfectant. So I just, I reuse those now instead of the paper towels. And honestly, it's, you know, it's greener, it's better for the environment, but it's really just, it's easier and cheaper for me too. So the first thing is to switch that mindset of how expensive things might be to get stocked up on them. Because when you have a five milliliter bottle of essential oil that lasts you three months, um, 
then you're like, okay, that was worth it because I was buying this, this big old thing of chemicals for six bucks every month or something like that, you know, and $18 for paper towels every week or every two weeks. You just realize that sometimes you have to sacrifice in some ways. Maybe you have to put a little more energy into doing it, but that's making you more mindful of those practices. That's making you do something a little better for the environment around you, less litter and pollution. Um, and then I can't tell you 20 years, 20 years down the line, you're not going to have those lung problems or you're not going to have like skin issues. Your, your skin's going to still look great because you've only used coconut oil on it versus different alcohols and different sulfates and different dimethicone and all that, you know, your hair is going to grow longer because you're only feeding it with food. You know, you feed, your skin is the biggest organ of your body. So why not feed that the same quality ingredients that you're feeding the inside of your body? And that goes with your home too. You know, everything you inhale and everything that you you walk through day to day or you touch day to day is just an added chemical if you're not doing it naturally. Um, so let's just, you know, the ultimate motivation is just let's live healthier. I can't say longer because I don't know, you know, we just never know what's going to happen, but let's live healthier and smarter for the planet. And of course, if you look at things like I politics hate them, but they're necessary at times because when you, when you're faced with someone who is, completely ignorant like our current administration and wants to pull us out of the Paris Climate Agreement or wants to defund the EPA or let the head of the EPA make these really rash decisions that don't benefit people and our children, you have to start making the changes yourself and say, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm going to make a change here. I'm going to encourage my friends to make the changes. I'm going to encourage my family to make the changes. Like you said, it's grassroots, you know, and then the more we do that, the more we speak with our dollars, the more we may see a change there. But if they are not going to make a change, so what? All million of us made the change. All three billion of us made the change. And our planet is better for it. That's so true. And, you know, um, that I like the way you said that. It's, I'm, I'm going to go back to mm-hmm. the point of the paper towels. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a battle for us, too. <laughs> so... Um, you know, that is a really good point because we think it's just easier, it's just quicker, but the, you know, if you just put a little bit more energy, a little bit more effort, you you, you use the, the rag, you rinse it out, and you wring it out, and then you hang it in the sun to dry, right? A um, little bit more effort, but it's always gonna be there, right? But the paper towel, is going to, you're going to like lose $20 and not even know where it went, right? And you're going to also not have paper towels. (laughs) Whereas you just pay $20 one time or not even that, right? Like probably $10, five bucks for a pack of rags, right? And you have that for a lifetime, you know? And yep, that's how I, I switched over to, um, we could probably go on forever about that. I switched over to um, cloth diapers, like after my third child for the same reason. Cause you know, and those, the toxins in the paper towels, the toxins in the um, diapers, right? It actually, when I found out that it will make your kids sterile, like we have all these um, people in your generation that are like, I don't even know why I'm, I'm infertile. I don't know why I can't have kids. Well, Believe it or not, the, the chemicals that are keeping those babies dry for that extra year that you don't want to potty train them is sterilizing them. Oh my God. Yeah. And I, now, I learn new stuff all the time too. So this is, you know, me two years in the game. I learned something new right now and I'm desperately trying to potty train. <laughs> <laughs> I, we do, we still have easy ups, but that might have been the, the final straw for me. We're wearing undies after this nap. <laughs> I don't care if there's pee puddles on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and they get in touch with themselves if they start with the cloth, or even if they don't start from the cloth from the beginning. Because I think my, um, my baby was about 18 months, and um, I just decided to start using cloth. And it was like a very quick process. And I was like, 
okay, so all I have to do is like a little bit extra laundry. I mean, at that point we had three kids, so we're doing a lot of laundry anyway, who cares? So, but yeah, um, but I digress. And the other thing is um, there are more people in urban areas. So if you switch over to things that are good for the environment, that cloud that's over your neighborhood won't be there. Right. I can tell you how many soiled diapers I would see, like living in LA, see on our street. I'm just like, how did that even get here? Because there's a trash can right there. But <laughs> you're just like, yeah, if, if we eliminated that, then, you know, that wouldn't be a problem. We wouldn't have the litter in the street. We would have, we would save money on the street sweepers. It just, it all like trickles down. It really does. So um, what are, you've given so many awesome tips and, you know, like my whole focus with my show is really for moms to um, have strategies mm -hmm. to make changes to make their lives easier. And you've given like a gazillion of those. <laughs> but if you could just pull out three that you want people to remember, what would you like to share? From what we talked about today? Yes. Okay. Um, the reason why these come so easily for me or why I have so many of them is because I am not a morning person. <laughs> I'm a night owl. And so I stay up really late, but then baby's a morning person. So my window of sleep is like this big. <laughs> So I got to do anything I can to make life a little bit easier. Um, and yeah, doing it, having it be green as well, just it makes it even better. So my biggest tips are, or takeaways would just be start small in whatever you're doing. Even if it's trying to make that transition to a green life, start with the things that like, okay, maybe you have focused on, you've used paper towels all your life and you just can't give them up right now. Okay, set a timeline for yourself to maybe stop using them. But in the meantime, figure out other ways in your life that you can go, be a little greener. You know, um, whether that's, you know, something as simple as parking a little bit further from um, like work or whatever and like walking there, that can just get you in the habit of taking time, taking a little more time to do something. Our society is so built on like, go, 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 multitask, gotta get this done, this done, this done by this hour. And we don't, we don't get time to focus on even the little things. And it's like, if you just did that, you'd realize, okay, it's not that hard. I've just been force fed that everything needs to be quick and in a rush and in a hurry. So start small, you know, if it's a garden, start with one plant, start with a desk plant at your job. Um, and then go from there, just get that itch going because you will get it. Um, the next thing would be to um, be mindful of the things you bring into your home. Like almost everything releases something else. You know, if it's not made from the earth, then it's made with a chemical to keep it this way, or it's made with a, a chemical to keep it smelling that way. Um, so just try to implement more natural things in your day-to-day -day life, just as you are your diet and your food. Look under your kitchen cabinets. And, you know, for me, looking under my kitchen cabinets meant my son can also look under those. So I don't want anything to be there. So if I'm using essential oils or like using a natural spray bottle, A, I'm not worried about him spraying water in his eyes. It's just water. And B, I can keep my oils up because they're in such small bottles. I don't keep them under the cabinet. So you're really like building a safer home when you're touching on these different things that you're eliminating from them. So as moms, we want to protect our kids from dang near everything and one of the things that we really have control over is all the products we bring into the house like you're you have to clean so let's do it in a way that is going to keep us healthy um and then the final thing um final takeaway <laughs> this is hard because like you said i did i did touch on a lot of things but they all kind of connect um Oh, the, those shoulds that you mentioned. I really like that because this, my friends have told me, some of my friends, my really supportive friends, the people that I can call on any time of the night. I have, you have some friends that are just, after you have kids, they kind of become acquaintances, <laughs> but you're true friends. I've had some of them tell me like that I'm an inspiration because I did something like say, no to the man. I said, I don't want to work for you anymore. I can't work for you anymore if I want to stay sane. And so I gave up 
it's not even giving up. I switched paths to follow another passion and did it while like, I took the risk to do it. So sometimes you have to take the risk. Sometimes you have to realize that um, you're gonna struggle and it's okay to struggle. It's okay to not have money to do this thing for a, a period of time or to sacrifice some of those things because you want your pa you want to explore your passions and other areas that you love. Sometimes it's okay to do that. And I think we should all sometimes take a step back and, and look at that, revisit like our paths in life because we get, we get trapped. We don't get, I don't want to say trapped in a box, but you get put into a box where people think you should be doing this and this is how you should be doing it. Or you think this is how my life should go. And when you think that way, I feel like you close yourself off to so many other possibilities. Um, going back to an example with my husband, I met him after a big breakup, a very long-term relationship and very bad breakup and didn't, I didn't want kids, but he inspired something in me to see that we could do this together. And he pushed me into new directions and helped me uncover these things because I saw the risks that he was taking. So when you see somebody that's doing those things, you know, take a, take a few notes. You don't have to throw it all, you know, to the wind, but <laughs> definitely explore some of those risks. Like if you said, oh, I could never wear that dress. Just wear it. Take the risk. <laughs> or I could never, you know, go salsa dancing. Just do it. Or I could never lead a green lifestyle. Just do it. Start small in, in some ways to take those risks. And you never know how they might pay off. Beautiful. I love that. And, you know, <clears throat> You are an inspiration, um, and I'm hoping that for all the young mothers, especially that are listening to this, save yourself 20 years of burnout, because it happens to, you know, some of us, we grew up in a time where it was all about the shoulds, you know, and it was all about the walking the, the proper path. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, <clears throat> some of the other people that I've interviewed, they, they did what they should have done and then they burn themselves out. So, you know, live longer, be smarter, listen to Tay Hansen. Thank you for coming today and being on the show. And I really appreciate your time. This has been another episode of the Replenish Me radio show and have an amazing day. You've had some time to yourself, unwind with yourself, you can do anything.